Chad, start the show already. <laughs> Jesus. Such what a long intro this long week. Long pause. Holy cow. Dramatic effect. Dramatic effect. Well, Episode 60. Yeah, this is the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Once again, thank you for tuning in, taking some time out of your quarantine to listen to us. What else you got to do, huh? Well, you should introduce yourself because you're a new guy. Well, if you. If, man, my name is Kevin. And my uh, face is a little more bald than it was before. This shit. If so, you've ever seen Kevin without a beard. <laughs> raise your hand. Nobody really raised their hand, ever. I, I did. <laughs> it's been a while. You caught me off guard. It's been a year and a half since I've... Really? Yeah. 18 months. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly. I, so usually... Well, let's talk about my beard for a little bit. Yeah. So normally... <laughs> I, this is what people want, right? Yeah, they want they want training to hear about on a podcast about athletic training that they can't see my face. They want to hear about my beard. So solid start. My normal like sequence was especially when I was when I was in baseball and I was gone and I was living somewhere else, like I just kept the beard. You know, I mean it honestly, it's kinda <sighs> I would have to shave often if I wanted to be clean shaven all the time. Mm -hmm. And so if you grow, if you grow like a nice big beard, um, you can go a little bit longer without shaving, like trimming it up. I mean, I always had it manicured, if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, I always, you know, you wash it and you make sure it looks nice and blah, 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 blah. But what I would do is I would grow it out pretty much the whole season. And then I would get home and like my local barber would do this event called um movember which is a nationwide thing but they would participate in it where you basically it's like you clean shave your face or you you shave your face to a a mustache in um recognition of prostate cancer right so all the all the money they would get from people you know paying for their shaves would go to prostate prostate cancer research so I would normally on October 31st or November 1st go from having a very large beard to no beard and being clean shaven. Well, this year um, I didn't get to participate in the event. So I just kept my beard and I was like, huh, we'll see. I'm going to keep it through the winter and, you know, whatever. Like, we'll, we'll see what happens. But the other day I shaved it off. Was there a tipping point or was there no. a reason? Just, I, I needed to just, shave. I mean, so just like a lot of people right now, right? If you're not going into work, chances are you're taking this time to not do your hair every morning or not shave your face every morning if you do that. Um, and I was in need of like shaving my neck and like trimming up my cheeks. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to let my face breathe for a little bit. And I shaved it all off. Get some vitamin D on those yeah. cheeks. Heck yeah. So how long did it take you? To shave it off? Yeah. I mean, not long at all. No. I mean, no longer than it you would think that it probably takes you to shave. Yeah. You just had to do it in a couple different layers. Well, not really. Like if you just go if you go with the grain and you have like a decent beard trimmer, like I mean you can you can shave it down that's and it's true. just fine. If you go against the grain, you're gonna be tugging on everything and that's not good. Yeah. Well, fun. That's has nothing to do with athletic training. Yeah, Kevin's got a. Sh- if you need any like help that. with your beard maintenance, 
Yeah. I know a thing or two. A guy. You're a beard guy, too. Beard guy. And well, a beer guy. What do you got for the people? Any cool polls? I mean, what do, what are we talking about this week? What do you, what did we talk you about know, last week? This quarantine has got everyone slowed down. I it's Sunday right now. This is a normal day that we record, but yeah. man, it snuck up on me. Like I didn't it it was almost I didn't know what freaking day it was. And all of a sudden I was like, "Oh my god, we got to record. We got to give the people what they want." Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, we're closing up our fictional athletic trainer. Oh, it's getting so close. Elite eight. At the time of this recording, we have just over six hours left before the polls close, and we advance our down to the final yeah. four. If I this did, was a live show, I want to tell the people go out and vote because it's there's some close races. But last last week we unveiled live. We're not going to do that right now because we're recording a little bit earlier in the day. We're going to yeah. give you a, f- a few more hours to vote. God forbid Unless we were wrong. To this, it's it's closed and you missed your opportunity. Um, I did peek. There are a few close ones. You always peek. But like you know what we had this conversation before. Did you did you open gifts on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? No, I'm a Christmas Day guy. Okay. Yeah, did you no. get one on Christmas Eve? Uh, when I was a kid, we did. Uh. But not, I mean, not in a long, long time. Oh, I never, I, I did not want to open any gifts on Christmas Eve. So we did have a poll. Which of these four Elite Eight matchups did you find to be the most, most intriguing? Intri- in- not intriguing. who's going to win, but just like which matchups did you like most this week? Um, so we have those results. 44%, so almost half the people said Harry Potter versus Yoda was like their favorite one that they're watching. That scares me. Um, I think it's, no, I think it makes some sense. Nope, I think scares the, me. Um, second place was Sherlock versus MacGyver. Okay, that makes sense. So me. that's 30%. So between those two, you have 75% of the poll right there. 23% says Dogs versus Dwight huh. is intriguing. And 3%, only 3% say they have any... Flash Iron Man? Yeah, Flash Iron Man. No one really cares about that matchup. I mean, yeah, maybe it's not an interesting matchup. Maybe it is very easily one-sided and the other ones aren't. I don't know. Or maybe the intrigueness <laughs> not a word. Maybe it's because um, they're just two superheroes that both have powers and it's like sure. boring. I don't know. We'll see. We're gonna have to see what happens. Yep. Obviously, as this when this comes out, we're gonna know who's in the final four and looking to get to the big dance championship. Um, but as of right now, I don't know. It's so, finger fingers are itching to see who is gonna win all these matchups. Think about the, well. We'll we'll talk about the fictional effect trainer in just a second. A lot so. of hand rubbing. Let's a lot start, of hand rubbing. Let's start the show. Okay. Chad, let's keep talking about fictional athletic trainers. Yep, yep. <laughs> so the thing that occurred to me is the, we planned this out months ago. Mm-hmm. And we tried, to, we tried to get it so that it would finish at the exact same time Correct. as March Madness basketball tournament. Correct. How's that going for us? Um, apparently failing miserably. Thanks a lot, COVID. Freaking COVID. And seriously, though, I mean, we looked at what day was going to be the national championship, which it was supposed to be, I guess, a Next week and week. a half yeah, or a week weeks. from now. Like, um, And we were going to announce the champion the same 
Same day Monday. as the national championship game. It's so depressing a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, hopefully you're all having a lot of fun following along with the fat bracket. Um, the part, of me, part of me thinks that we should have just sped it up a little bit yeah, and then we, gotten we, through it. But at the same time, I liked the plan. I do miss talking about some new people. That's true. We're going we're gonna to need some. We spent so much time on this bracket. I haven't. I haven't even thought about like who are we going to talk about after this bracket. I, ha- I have a couple ideas. You but do whatever. Wow. Yeah. Eh. Okay. Right. Any- so we're always taking suggestions. Yeah. Keep sending in your suggestions. Head over to can- candidathletictraining.com. We got the forum. Um, you can put your thoughts on the show. You can give us your FMK, your fat, your topic suggestions, anything in there. Um, puts it all in one nice little space instead of. Uh, playing Lakers. all on Twitter, huh? Lakers. Oh, we got some Lakers. So this just in, Chad has switched over to eating some chewy sprees today. For some, like he had hankering for some chewy sprees. Now you just bit into that chewy spree, and it didn't sound Purple. very chewy. No, once you get through the candy shell, it's very <laughs> chewy. Um, but he did pull out some yellow and purple, which he immediately Lakers. said Lakers. At least he didn't say that Minnesota team. That's fine. Um, all right, so... They do not exist. No, they don't. Um, so just think about this. Bracket. These, these Sorry, fat Pat. Brackets, these characters who are advancing in the Final Four have defeated four different yeah. characters. Including Dogs and Dwight. I mean, they're still fighting. I mean, when this comes out, one of them's going to be taken down. But as of right now, they, they made it through. I told you that I peaked. You did peak. There was one matchup that yeah. was within three votes really? of each other. So it may there may be a last second comeback here. We won't know. Buzzer until, beater? Maybe a buzzer beater? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So All it's right. been fun. I'm looking forward to seeing who the champion is. Yeah. And I don't think we're gonna get I don't think we're gonna be disappointed. No, I think I think the best candidates have made it to this. I don't agree with that. Because Harry Potter's still around, but whatever. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, if you've made it this far, apparently, other than Dwight, it's. I mean, that was a an interesting um, bracket in itself, right? It was an in- interesting division. So we'll see where it goes. I well. really think that there's. I mean, you could make an argument for possibly just two other characters. They got taken out already? They have been taken out. Yeah. But otherwise, either way, pretty strong candidates. So that takes care of our fictional athletic trainer. Should we should we FMK some stuff or do you want to like, do you want to do a top five? Let's do the top five. Okay. All right. Because our FMKs are going to be fun. Hey, so top five. This also brings up kind of like a little announcement. We're going to be sending out a new survey for our, our next round of top fives. Good call. So pay attention for that. Um, we will probably have the link on the website, and we will also have the link through uh, all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we the top five is really, I mean, it relies on you guys. So it relies on the athletic trainers. Um, if we have any, if maybe if we do another athlete one in the future. We will. That, re- that relies on you athletic trainers or athletic training students or whoever's the coaches or physical therapists, whoever's, whoever's listening, but to get that to your athletes and have them fill it up. 
So pay attention for that. Anywho, this top five, Mm -hmm. one book, non-school, that every athletic trainer should read is blank. 100%. 100%. I'm the least qualified person to answer this (laughs) topic. You're funny. I cannot tell you the last book that I read that wasn't. Well, you don't even know how to read. With some sort of athletic training. I'm just not a reader. Well, I mean, it could be it could be an like athletic training book, but like that you can correlate to athletic training. It no, just what is. what I'm saying, I don't read books, period. Yeah, I mean, I, I started. You just did. Yeah. I'm a, I So, one of my quarantine things, well, this whole year I've been trying to listen to books. I mean, I'm Audio I'm books. Yeah, I'm taking my dog on a, you know, half hour, 45 minute walk every morning, most of the time twice a day. So I thought, you know what, might as well have an earbud in and then listen to a book while I'm doing that. See, I'm just straight up listening to a bunch of podcasts. And I, so I used to be straight podcasts all the time and I switched it up, you know, because a lot of my, what was was the most current book you just read? So actual physical book. Yep was Shambhala, which is the um, sacred path to becoming a warrior. Um, it is... Like Golden State? Yeah, exactly. To, so it's <laughs> it's the, it's how it's how to make your way to San Francisco or <laughs> Oakland. Um, you definitely don't want to be there right now. I think everybody's in quarantine, even worse than the rest of the country. But anyway, it's a book about... Basically, how to take care of other people, how to be a leader, how to be, how to be genuine, um, have humor in your life, but then also be um, strong, but not necessarily um, put others down. It's more about how do you how do you become a warrior or a leader in this world by just really being genuine is is one of the the biggest parts of it, and not. Um, succumbing to the idea like the this this world that we live in now that you you need to drive a certain car you need to own a certain phone or you need to have a certain type of laptop that if we stop focusing so much on that we actually become better as a human race and we become better warriors for ourselves so um that was a book that was given to me by the gentleman Luke Laga that owns my clinic. Um, and it was great. It was actually really like, I mean, there were times in that book that I was like, Oh my God, like those, those thoughts that I've had in my head that I didn't know how to explain. This is how I think about something. Mm -hmm. This, you know, it's, it was written on a page right in front of me. So it was, it was actually really, really fun to read. Um, particularly because it's also like, I mean, it's, it's Eastern philosophy when we live in a Western world and especially as athletic trainers, we very Western medicine based. And so I'm kind of surrounded by people that have been taught traditional Chinese medicine. And so it's really fascinating to get kind of the other side of the story and how much it really correlates to what we do every day. So, um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, the books I've been listening to, 
I've probably, I think I've listened to like six or seven books over the last like month and a half. Um, most of them are like kind of the self-development books. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are actually on the list that, so I'm, I'm kind of proud that, you know, we're, we're as a community, I think we have similar interests in what we want to read or listen to in that we could help each other out or help ourselves out. Well, so. I, that's the direction I went with Yeah. this. Uh-huh, good. I had to look up Yeah. most popular books because I haven't read any of them, although I do own one of these ones that I have on this list. All right. It's in this house okay. right now, and I keep looking at it every day going, I should probably read that. Well, here we go. <laughs> and give so me your top five. One. Let's go. The Subtle Art hmm? of Not Giving an F. Nice. That's fuck. Fuck. Yeah. It's okay to say it. <laughs> awesome. I so, love it. That'd be the first one. So I, I will let you know, I have listened and read that book. Was it the same? Yes. Okay. Because the, the author actually read it. Oh, the author, the author? They have the author read it? Not always. Oh, sometimes. Sometimes you could just mm-hmm. get like a Bradley Cooper voiceover. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like Rocket. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Put it in your best. Marvel. I think it'd be. I think it'd be better if it was Vin Diesel as Groot reading yeah. a book. Mm, I am Groot. Mm, I am Groot. I am. I am Groot. I am Groot. That's all the whole. I thing. am Groot. How, how well do you think I do? I am Groot. I think it, honestly that would be one of the top sellers. I guarantee it. Some <laughs> like people would just be. I have to buy this just because why? Why wouldn't I buy it? So. Okay. Uh, good. I like it. Vin, if you do that, we get part of the proceeds. Please. Uh, number two, <laughs> the seven habits of highly effective people. There you go. I like it. I mean, I'm all these are in the self discipline, yeah. self help uh-huh. realm here. Number three, the power of now. Power of now. Number like four, mm-hmm. simplify. Simplify. I thought you were going to go Simba. No. And number five, yeah, the Paleo Manifesto. Paleo Manifesto. Okay. So the last book I actually read. Yeah. Have you? You haven't read any of these. Nope. Okay. I'm, I probably will do Neither. the subtle art of not giving a fuck. You should. I probably will. Um, no, the last book that I think I read, in general, was Sherlock's Logic. Sherlock's logic. Oh my god, really? So it's a um it's obviously I'm a big Sherlock Holmes fan. <clears throat> Interesting. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm going deep in the fictional athletic trainer tournament. Real deep. <clears throat> um and it breaks down it's basically just like a uh logic based thinking. Uh if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C type thing. Sure. Um just trying to understand how people think and how to, you know, sharpen up your thought processes. Two plus two is four. Yeah, that kind okay. of thing. Um so I I've read that and then I've read a couple business books. Okay. Um I have an idea for a, a business obviously as you know, but we've not talked about it on this. Like a podcast business? On this podcast. Nope. That's that one we're working on as well. I've got a tangible product that I have an idea for and I almost I should have a patent on soon. Nice. Um so I read some I've read some business books on like 
correct ways of uh, setting some things up. Yeah, good. So, but awesome. I don't know if any of those would translate over into athletic training. And I surely thought we would. would. Those well, I mean, some some business books would, but not necessarily I think, the ones I've read. Sure. Okay. I mean, yeah, I can't. I don't know which 20, ones you've read. So twenty-two like, laws of immutable uh, branding. Um, I was gonna put that one on there, but then I thought seven high, highly, seven habits, habits of highly effective people would be yeah. better than the twenty-two laws of marketing or branding. I think so. In my transferring from the sports world into small business ownership and having to market and be a business. Um, I definitely wish that I had more business savvy uh, readiness before I got into it. Yeah, I think all athletic trainers should get a little bit more into business and marketing because when it really comes down to it, that's how you get better at negotiating your contract. That's how you get better at making sure that um, your boss, your administration, your athletic director, your general manager, whoever, um, maybe recognizes you a little bit as a valuable piece of their business. And so, and when it really comes down to it, unfortunately, most of sports is just a business. Mm, and so as much as we don't want to accept it, and trust me, I was 100% on that side of the, the fence um, that I wanted nothing to do with marketing. I wanted nothing to do with business. And I wanted nothing to do with like that there could be any influence in me taking care of my athletes or my patients from that side other than I just care about my athletes and patients. Um, but it really plays a factor because – if you if you can't market yourself and you can't be a little savvy with it, um, you're not going to be able to use your talents for very long, unfortunately. Well, just think about this whole month yep. of March. What are we doing? We're trying to advocate. Advocate's just another word for marketing. Totally. Just 100% it is. Prove value. You know what I think? So one thing that really comes up, and this is obviously a huge tangent, but one thing that comes up when Wait. you... What? Huge tangent? Yeah. We're going to do one? Um, business, marketing, all that, like a lot of people hear sales, right? And I think both me and you, you got out of the business world because you didn't like sales. Right? Yeah, I really like the marketing and advertising side of it. And I, I hate having to sell myself and I hate having <clears throat> to sell a product or – I, to be honest, all you athletic trainers out there that are working for, um, say, a, a physical therapy system or a hospital system, and you do an amazing job at getting people into the clinic and getting people into those doctors, um, I, to be very honest, I could not stand it. I could not stand looking at somebody and saying, okay, yes, your your ankle is bothering you. I need you to go see this doctor, and I need you to go see these therapists at this clinic, um, and then when they if they came back with well can i go here and it's like well yeah of course you can yeah. like you go wherever you feel most comfortable <laughs> um but that's not what like when i'm talking about like being a little business savvy and being a little marketing savvy that's not what i'm talking about i'm really i'm really talking about understanding how the business world works how marketing yourself and creating yourself as a brand and now i'm not saying get on instagram and create a brand so that you are you know, insta famous. It's more that 
you can walk around with when somebody says who is Chad Henneberry and why should I hire them? You have an answer. You have you have a, a playbook. You have a you know some people would say a resume or a cover letter that you could talk to somebody and say this is why I should be hired. Rule number one is just be really good at what you do. Oh, because dang, people get so Truth worried bomb. about having to tell others about how good they are at something yeah if you are really good at something you do not have to tell people that you're good at it they'll just know or other people will tell them for you this justin don't suck at your job just concentrate on doing doing the best that you can do yeah. be the best you can be and then let your more often than not your athletes will advocate for you your coaches oh. will advocate for you oh your administration should advocate for you yeah. If you are really good at what you do. And that's how marketing happens because then other people want to be around you and use you. Um, so I think that's just, you don't have to feel the pressure to sell yourself. Just do the best you can. Yeah. So, so how did I do on this top five? You did, um, you, you got a 20%. I got one. You got one. All right, so that would be the subtle art of not giving an F. That is definitely one of them. So kind of starting from the bottom, <laughs> That's one and of now we're one. here. Um, so there was a huge tie for fifth place. Yeah, see how that feels? And <laughs> so um, as you could expect, we asked people to like write names of books, right? I mean, so we got a lot of different answers. Um, but tied for fifth place are the Bible with two votes. I was going to say it, but I didn't want It was taboo to talk it, about taboo. it. Taboo. So. Don't talk about the Bible or, or the religions. Um, how to win friends and influence people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it, it came. It was on my list of yep, potential. Which I've read or I've listened to recently. It's actually, I mean, it's a little outdated just because the, the books, it's getting a little old, mm-hmm. but it's kind of amazing how... Um, so How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Um, really impactful book. And to, I'll, I'm going to tell everybody right now, my favorite podcast, um, he asks people. So I listen to Tim Ferriss a lot. Oh, I thought you were talking about our, our no, podcast. No, it, This is like my fourth favorite podcast. Um, <laughs> so Tim Ferriss, one of his things that he asks people is, you know, give me, you know, three books or other than your own that you would give to somebody else, right? That's one of his favorite questions. That book by far is one of the top books that I've, I heard, I hear everybody talk about. And so I had to listen to it and it's, it's actually pretty good. So if you haven't read it or listened to it, do it anyway, keep going with two votes, extreme ownership, which is Jocko Willink. Um, also a good, also a great podcast, great human being to just follow. Um, for, like former Navy SEAL. I mean, he's he's rough on the edges, but to be honest, he's got good messages. My baseball coaches are obsessed with him. Sure. Two of two of them. I believe it. I totally obsessed. believe it. Obsessed. I totally believe it. Um yeah, extreme ownership. It's it's about how to how to be a good leader in in, in reality. So, coaches uh definitely listen to some Jocko. Um what else we got? The Art of War. Mm. With two votes and then Supple Leopard. Mm. With two votes. I've read that. Yeah. 
I don't. I consider it kind of an athletic training book, so I didn't. Qualify. So it is. It is immensely an athletic training book. Um, but at the same time, it just. It also probably is not in many school. Sure. Like, curriculums, That's right? That's true. So, all right, moving on, with. I guess four votes. We have another tie. Um, one of these I've never heard of. Two of both of these I've never heard of, and I. And I want to know if you've heard of them. With four votes, who moved my cheese? I have. Like four, I, I've never heard of this book. And so I'm going to have to look this up because apparently four athletic trainers voted for this. I have heard of that one. Yeah. Haven't read it, obviously, but. Yeah. Right now, Graham's thirsty. So if you can hear him drinking, he's just drinking away. Um, the other one that I've never heard of that got four votes what made Maddie run? I've read it. You've read that. It's a really good book. Interesting. Actually, is it about that, running, or what? It, like, do you remember what it's yeah, about? It's actually uh, a book about this girl, Ma- Maddie Madeline, um, yep. who committed suicide. Uh, it's a mental health book. Mental health it's book. A, okay. It's a story of interesting. And they break okay. down her last her first year she was a high school track star and gotcha. going to the college she wanted to and she got there and uh her her mental health and depression sure. caused her to kill herself and okay. it just kind of breaks down the whole subject so all right i think every single athletic trainer if you listen to this you need to read that book interesting because I'll it will it help you help your athletes it will and sorry it not won't necessarily help you help your athletes, but it'll help you understand. Correct. Nice. So, um, cool. Very good book. And who moved my cheese? I'm so curious about what the heck that is even about. Who moved my cheese? Anyway, I think that one's like 20 years old. I'm gonna look that wow. up. I think that's if that's an older book. In second place, um, we have the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Good. All right. By Man- something Manson. I forget I forget his first name. Mark Manson, I think it is, or something like that. Marilyn? Mark. 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 Um, and your number one answer. Non-school book that all athletic trainers should read. Harry Potter. Oh, wow. With seven votes. Yep. Everyone grew up on that. I guess so. And I did look, Who Moved My Cheese, 1998, so 22 years old. Sure. Yeah. That's kind of wild. If you were born in 1998, you're 22 years old. I mean, okay, let's... So some of our athletic training students that are listening right now are probably... Some of them were born in 2000. That's nuts. What's a better story? Huh? Harry Potter or Star Wars? A better story? (sighs) I don't know. So here's the thing. I've only seen the movies of both franchises. And I'm I lean way more Star Wars of a better story. So do I. Um, but I can't argue against the actual story itself as being a bad story of Harry Potter. I mean, I think it's I think it's a a story of growth, right? It's the story of growing up and being yeah. a little different than you know the rest of the world and how how that affects everything else. I think. I think if Star Wars would have ended with Return of the Jedi, well, yeah, that's I mean, your good story. I think a lot of people believe that. Seven, eight, nine, just kind of, it was like add-on. 
It's just like, ah, oh, let's just keep going because, but like the actual story. Yeah. As soon as Darth Vader is gone, that should be the end of the story because the story is about him. It is. And then after that, it's just that people paying homage to him. So it lost me a little bit there where I sure. get like the last three Harry Potters is that growing up. Yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe, I guess I, I'm not totally. I will give Harry Potter this. It is about essentially one character, right? It's it's a series of yes. many books and many movies that it's one character. That Star Wars is, I mean, it's about a lot of different characters. Mm-hmm. And so there is, if you, and it can, it is a little bit of a, it's a little more complicated of a storyline, right? Because um, there's so many factors that I think... You know, if you don't really like that, then yeah. maybe you would go, you would lean towards a Harry Potter. But in, as we all know, I mean, it, it all really depends on when you were born, right? And if your parents read or got you to read Harry Potter, um, or if it was an influence in your life, chances are you vote that way. And you know what's even more interesting is that one of the elite eight matchups was Yoda versus Harry Potter. Yeah, and it's also it. and it's also a reason why we talked about it in the second episode, yeah. right? So interesting, yeah. Harry Potter, number one book. Hmm. I will. So, um, I there was a book called How to Back Up a Trailer, <laughs> um, and the then in a parentheses it said Kevin bought me this, so it must be pretty good. And I I had a moment, I had a brain fart, and I'm like, what? Like, because it was definitely me. Like it name k-e-v-a-n um but one of my former interns um that that's the book i bought him because what it is is it's how to back up a trailer and like 101 things that every man should know how to do gotcha and he was very much the during his internship he learned a lot of things that weren't necessarily just athletic training and some of it was that he needs to know how to do his own laundry, uh, that he needs to know how to cook his own food, and so forth, so forth, so forth. Survival skills. So one of my, you know, every man and every person, like, don't think that I'm excluding it, but you should know how to change a tire. Like, you should know how to, like, if you get a flat tire, you should know how to, like, put the spare wheel on. Candid talk, I feel like the students that work under or work with me. Yeah. They learn more about life than they do about athletic training. I hope training. so. I, I hope so. I can teach so. a few athletic training uh-huh. skills, but I, I'm giving them life yeah. life philosophies more. Trust me, all of my interns, which were my you know, my athletic training students, um, my goal was not to make them a better physical athletic trainer. It wasn't to increase their Lockman capability. It was to get them to think about how to be a better athletic trainer, but then also like how to just grow and like be a better and more evolved human. So, sure. um, so that one was funny. I love somebody put Jurassic park, hmm. which I thought was awesome because that was also a book that I just recently listened to because I needed a break from all the self development books. And Jurassic park is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's based on a book. And I was like, I got to listen to this. So that was really cool. Um, somebody put Zen, and the art of motorcycle maintenance. I 
I want to know if that's one book or if that's two different books. Hmm. I don't know. Um, there was You're You're Okay, It's Just a Bruise. Okay. I've never heard of that book. It seems athletic training related. I think that's very athletic training related. Um, and then, oh, All the Places You Will Go. Oh, sure. Which is a little kid's book, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that's wonderful. I love it. That's so, a cool one. I mean, thank you for all of the... I am, I'm debating, I think I might actually make a big list and post this somewhere because I think everybody should know all of these books. And then let's see who's read the most of them. Yeah. And like, cause I think it's, it's a, especially right now, you know, if you're, if you got some extra time on your hands and you want to crack open a book or you want to listen to something on your walks with your dog, like I am, um, we all need ammunition, right? We need to, Hey, you should really read this book. So. I'm probably going to somehow post that list so that everybody knows what everybody thinks everybody should read. For sure. Cool, huh? Yeah. So, man, that was a long top five. Longer than Holy I cow. FMK. <laughs> FMK. We've got a couple of them for you today. We got two. Yeah. Let's. You want to start with the athletic training related? No, let's start with the non-athletic nah, training. Nah, let's, let's get some little fun in here. Um, so, F, Mary, Kill. For those that are new to the program, you got an F, Mary, Kill, one of the three categories here. And considering we most of us have a little more time on our hands, we're going to F, yeah. Mary, Kill, this puzzles. Is, this is COVID-related. Yeah, puzzles, board games, or video games. Puzzles, board games, video games. And puzzles meaning um, like jigsaw, jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Time-consuming puzzles. I've seen a lot of that going on right now. You said you couldn't even buy them right now because they're sold out everywhere. Yeah, so legitimately, um, just as everybody has been doing, right? Like, I got to go to Target or I got to go to Walmart, got to get my get my toilet paper or get my other essentials or go to the grocery store. Um, I can't find a puzzle anywhere in this city. It's crazy. Nuts. So for me, I'm killing the puzzle. Okay. Not that I don't like them. All right. I just prefer the other ones. Um, there's nothing more to it. There's nothing malicious about it. <laughs> I think you. I think you hate puzzles, and I think everybody that um, yeah, you thought you were me. thought you were a good human being that liked yeah. a good jigsaw puzzle now hates you. The last jigsaw puzzle almost cost me my relationship. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> and you think I'm kidding? <laughs> um, let's see here. Between board games and video games. Yeah. Mary. Um, F. Man. Um, it's, well, that's tough. When I think video games, I don't have a console. I'm thinking mobile games on my phone. Okay. So I'm going that route. Um, I'm going to marry, I'm going to marry the video games right now. Whoa. Because uh, I can, I can do them at my leisure. Yep. Um, I can do as much of it as I want, or as little. Okay. As I want. All right. Maybe I should be effing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the board games. Let's be serious. Right now, we're we're only playing one board game. Correct. It's we're playing a lot of Catan. Settlers of Catan. Again, if you haven't played it, Play you it. really should. It's yeah. It's a great game. It is. Um, but we've been playing a lot. You and your significant other, me and my wife. Yeah. Um, 
a lot because we're we're in this house together. Correct. Um, so we basically play a game or two a day. Yeah. And I'm effing it because I dominated 2019. You did. Won a lot of games. I've only won one game so far this year. So also so pissed off. To let everybody know, we have a running tally of the the household of who wins each game we play. At the end of it, the winner gets sushi on the other people. Yep, at the end of the year. So I get a free sushi dinner because I was the champion of 2019. Yep. But I suck this year, so I'm effing it. You're off to a slow start. Yep. I'm marrying the video games. One, because I play Settlers of Catan on, on my phone, too. Oh, my God. And I have another game that I'm playing that's been really, really fun. And it really just kind of gets me, keeps me in the, I love puzzles. I love figuring things out. I love trying to figure out strategies and whatever. And so I have a lot of fun with it. So that's what I'm going to marry. And you like the, you like like the, the long play games. Sometimes. Like the. Building. I like building. to build stuff. Yes. You know, upgrade Did this. Did you. Whatever. Were you a Sims player? No. no? I, uh, I mean, I tried a little bit. Some of the, I can play those games for a short while. The, the game I'm playing right now is more of a card game where you're, it's okay. almost like a D&D kind of game. Uh, gotcha. Not, not specifically. It's called Elder Scrolls Legend. Interesting. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. And you play against other people live from All wherever. Right. All right. But whatever. Um, Enough about my boring life. How about you? On to my boring life. Um, you know what sucks is like I'm also gonna kill puzzles, oh, and like, so you judge me. Nah, I, yeah, I did, but <laughs> I and it's it's only because I, I have to because I want to marry and f the other ones. Um, but I feel bad about it because I actually really like puzzles. I I, re- I thoroughly enjoy doing puzzles, but I think the other two are more my mates. Yep. Um more your style right now like i mean me and my significant other finished some puzzles we had in the house um and we both really enjoyed just you know searching and plugging away but like i want i'm gonna marry board games for sure um i've been playing board games my entire life i've always enjoyed them my family is a huge board game family um so they're they're talking if you're talking big Long-term picture, I'm going to marry him. Well, I'm just talking about right now. Sure. Um, the the thing about board games right now to me, particularly Catan, is that it changes all the time, right? Um, there's It's a different storyline every time you play it. And even though the game itself hasn't changed. Um, and then I also I like it because it's not... I'm not staring at a screen and then i'm also not video games to me are so solo Mm -hmm. and um lately like when i when i get wrapped up in like the solo like stuff like i get it i don't know i start getting like a little wigged out lately so video but video games i think are also a great break from you know what i just was doing i just read half of my you know, self-development book about how to, you know, influence other people and make friends. I need, I need something that's very just not about me right now. And I, I need to just like play, you know, Batman on you, PlayStation. You need to unplug. Yeah. And a lot of times it takes that little unplug time 
for whatever yep. you just got done doing to sink totally. in. Totally. And you like maybe think about a concept a little bit yep. subconsciously and you're like, oh, sure. So that's why I'm going to, I'm going to F the video games, but I'm thinking more of the console, console ones. I'm not a big fan of playing games on my phone. Again, I think it's mainly from the, the standpoint of like, I'm, then I'm so like involved on my phone and I'm blocking everything else out. Um, that's why I do it. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and I think some people need that. I, I personally don't need that and I kind of don't like it. It kind of, I don't know. It, I, it wigs me out a little bit. So um, yeah. this? When, when, before you moved, you used to live here previously. Correct. When we were both single. Correct. You lived here. Yep. <clears throat> we would. We were roommates, we hammer, true roommates. We would hammer some video games. Every yes, once we would. In a while. Absolutely. We should spend one day this week. Yeah. And do some of that just for absolutely we should we have not done that in probably a long time 100 percent. we totally should and i have i mean we're gonna so we talk significant others let them yep. do whatever they need to do and we're yep. gonna spend a day saving gotham yep and i think it would be awesome to save gotham um arkham knight baby um and then the spider-man game you would really enjoy um, yeah. So how about an athletic training related FMK? Should we do yeah, one? This is an athletic training podcast. Let's cover one. I guess. So we're going to stay in the same theme though. How to, COVID. How to it's COVID related <laughs> quarantine time. Um, how you're going to communicate, um, during this time of social distancing with really like your coworkers, your boss, Maybe your, your work, your workforce, you to, whomever. Yeah. So yeah, it's, Work-related uh, communication during this time. Yeah, you're gonna you have your conference calls and your meetings. Ooh. That's one category. Yeah, your emails. Uh huh. And then we're gonna we're gonna put you in group texts. Group texts. Everyone's favorite. All right. So, I I'm gonna kill emails. Um. I. I don't like emails in general. I think, um, for the most part, it's hard to like have conversations through email because you end up having to like open, you know, like if somebody didn't attach the rest of the body and then you got to open, you got to read back and like, Oh my God, well, like, what was this about? Or what was that about? You know, four different people can respond to the exact same email. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, who's really talking? Who said this first? Who said this? I, I don't like email in general, so I'm going to kill it. I'm going to F group text because if I want to get a bunch of people's opinion really fast about something, the group text is probably the easiest way to go about it. Now, I don't like them all the time because if it turns into this is the group text for everybody that works at my place and multiple conversations are going on at the same time or um, say it's been a conversation that's lasted over the last two years like there is just so much information on there that most of the time either the question or the answers or whatever get lost and you got to cipher through all these different people talking and then it's very staggered right somebody some people text one big long text and some people text one word at a time some people use emojis some people don't some people some people think 
oh, I'm going to, I'm going to be funny right now. And then that joke gets lost in there or it breaks up the actual like thought process that was actually happening and needed to happen. Um, so if I need quick information, I think that's the way to go, but I still don't like them. Now I'm going to marry conference calls because I've been on a decent amount of them in the last week and a half. And I think they've all been really productive. Um, the only thing I don't like about them is like, it's a little awkward, like staring at your phone or staring at your computer and like talking to other people. Um, but at the same time, what I think is interesting is, and everybody's experienced this on a conference call, two people talking at the same time doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And so I think through this whole process, there's a chance that we're all going to be a little bit better about communicating with people because when one person's actually talking on a conference call, everybody else, like you can't say anything while they're talking because it all of a sudden it just creates static. It creates a lag time. It, like it's, it, it's madness. So I actually have really started to enjoy them from actually having good conversation. If sure. that makes sense. So that's why I'm marrying Go for it. Um, this is going to surprise at least one person I know. <laughs> um, not you. One of not my coworkers me. is going to be like, you are so full of it. <laughs> um, I'm going to, first off, I'm going to kill the group text. Okay. Whoever invented it needs to go away. And I'm not even talking about just during this time. I sure. really despise. I believe you. Group text. I believe you. Um, I just feel like I maybe because I'm pretty straightforward. Like yeah. I'm more of a bullet point guy, and I don't need sure. all the extra. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I don't need four responses and yeah, like four notifications that somebody whatever. Oh, all the notifications. <laughs> so I actually I'm gonna kill group text. Okay. I just I, kill away. They despise. I'm going to F emails. All right. Um, I think they're probably useful. They, um, <laughs> you can get your information across when you need to. You can pick and okay. choose when you want to do it. Ooh, I like that part. I will say this. I'm really bad at emails. I'm terrible at them. I am like getting, if you send me, if you need me to know something, do not email it to me. <laughs> I will not me get neither, it for probably. several days. Yeah. I'm really bad at getting to my emails. So you need to text me, but don't do it in a group text. Um, Chad likes one-on-ones. So -on yeah, I do. I like a direct A-B conversation. <laughs> I'm here for the sex part, or what is it? I'm here for the orgy? <laughs> what is <laughs> I'm that? just here for the gangbang. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> we just watched Old School last night. It was great. Oh, Love is blind. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, um, man, I love. Oh, that's such a good movie. All right, so I'll f the emails because I think it's more my style, even though I'm really bad at it. Sure. And I think probably the same thing. You know what's interesting is like I think there's an email voice. Like really, most people email oh. in a different tone and yeah. a different like style it's more like of writing. A letter writing, yeah. Yeah, P talking. people people have continued because in text messages, 
most people, it's very casual, Mm -hmm. right? Some reason we think text messaging is casual, but Mm -hmm. email is very proper. That's a really good point. And so don't just give a thumbs up in an email. Like you have to write out, sounds good. Thank you very much. Correct. Right? Yeah. It's just a little bit more professional. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I I think that's probably why we don't like them. Yeah. (laughs) I will agree. Conference calls right now are carrying this. Yeah. Um, I, I really dislike meetings as well. I find most in-person sure. meetings uh-huh. very unproductive. Me too. I think nine out of every 10 meetings I've ever been in my life, I felt were a waste of time and could have been handled with a quick text or phone call. Probably. Individually. I agree. Um, but I do feel like right now, the conference calls have been good and productive, the yeah. ones that I've been on. Mm-hmm. So kudos I think it just everyone is like, hey, give me the information and the update. And I think it's partly because there's so much change yeah. in this time right now. Mm-hmm. And it happens so quickly. So it's nice to have a quick conference call and be like, here's the latest. We really don't know. We'll update you again when we do. Yeah. Um, so I'll marry the conference calls right now, the Zooms, all that stuff. So kudos to uh, technology. Kudos to technology. So Awesome. All right. Well, good FMKs. Yeah, let's um, so let's take talk a quick about break something. And let's yeah. we'll do a feature topic. Cool. So, topic of the week. Um, we got this on our our nice forum page from our good friend. Yeah, we weren't going to say that out loud ourselves, so we we gave Ed the chance to uh, make his first actual appearance on the show. Sorry we didn't let you know that, Ed. Um, Way to introduce yourself. You just introduced yourself on on the podcast. Allow myself to introduce myself. Do you want to give a a chance at his last name? Nope. You want to butcher it? Nope. I don't want to butcher it this time either. Ed W. Anywho, so Ed W., he uh, he wrote in on our forum. Had an athlete ask me why, what my favorite school to travel was. I didn't know how to answer. So my idea is, what makes a school or team to travel to good or set themselves apart? So in this time of, I mean, nobody's traveling for athletic training right now. At least not for sports. Um, what makes a place good or bad to go to yeah, as I an athletic of, trainer? I sort of miss it. This is usually my yeah. travel heavy season. And totally, yeah. I feel like I was gypped a little bit, <clears throat> ripped off of some of my fun. Yeah, we've talked about that. I mean, like traveling, you know, it's it's really stressful on athletic trainers, but at the same time, sometimes it's it's a nice little getaway from your normal everyday life. Mm-hmm. Do you want to you want to start on this one, or you want me to? Okay, I'll, I'm going to start with my most obvious one, food. Oh, that wasn't my most obvious. That's my but most obvious one. So anytime, um, you know the stadiums they have good food. Yeah, don't you? The, like when I was when I was in a city or a ballpark. Um, so when I, when we were at in the minor leagues, and the visiting clubhouse manager always had really crappy food. I mean that dramatically changes the atmosphere in the locker room and in the athletic training room. Um, and then vice versa, 
when there was really good food, I mean, morale is good. I mean, and it's, it definitely makes you feel a little happier to go to a place where you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Like I can, like, that's the, that's the clubhouse that always had this or, oh yeah. Like the hotel is like right next to this. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that was, that was another factor for me was like, particularly in the minor leagues. Um, was there a good place to like go get breakfast? Like really, like really close to the hotel. Okay. It's interesting because for you at that level, the other team provides, see for us, the college setting, we buy our own food. Correct. You know, and maybe there's some cities where we go to where there's better options around our hotel. Yep. But not necessarily at the field. Right. Right. At the field, it's going to be the same thing all the time. It's what so you that, buy. That's why it wasn't the first thing that popped into my head. Oh, that's because I was that thinking was, at the field. Um, I do like going to cities where there are some better food options. Yeah, I hope so. Um, for me, I'm going to throw coffee in there too. By the way, like because right. that that Adjunct. that would make or break my city. Um, for me, I like seeing the amenities of the field. Okay, like. Um, how it's set up. Like how close the bathroom is? <clears throat> yep. <laughs> how many trips can I get to this restroom? <laughs> no, like going to a school where it, like, I really like small, um, intimate college, um, stadiums. Okay. I don't like. Like the I, Hank? Really, <laughs> yeah. Very unique place. No, but I would rather go to a smaller venue that mm-hmm. seats three to five thousand. Sure. Than go to a big stadium that seats twenty five to thirty thousand, and you're really only getting ten thousand, or maybe even fewer. Oh, for sure. Unless a, you're, a packed unless you're small packed stadium yeah. is so much better than an empty big one. And usually, there's more character to them. Oh yeah. Um, something with like a grassy knoll area, a grassy, sure. like, yeah. uh-huh. um, where, you know, people can just roll out the blankets, those kind of stadiums that have that character and aren't just an actual, like, mm-hmm. uh, trying to be a smaller scale major league park. Yeah. Uh, I really prefer those. So facilities is one, you know, the sight lines, what, what's behind mm-hmm. the outfield. Like just, you get a feel like you're in a cool place for sure. That plays a factor. Um, for me anyways. Because I'm, you're spending ten hours there, so you want to feel like it's not you're not in a dump. Oh, totally. How about weather? For me, I always looked forward to the first three weeks of the season because I knew I was going to get usually better weather. Yeah, hopefully. And then it was going to be crappy weather for a long time until maybe the last week or two. Maybe the conference tournament. So I always <laughs> looked forward to, and and usually I guess the first three weeks. It's a combination of the two. We were going somewhere. The weather was going to be good, and it was going to be something new that I could kind yeah. of just see something. It's just something not in the routine. Where where was the, like, what stands out as your favorite place in those three weeks? Those, like, going to warm weather, getting out of the Midwest. What's your favorite That's just jumps at you right away? Oregon was pretty cool this year. Cool. Uh, that had a really unique stadium. What was the weather like? Uh, it was cold. It was yeah. it was not great. So I will say, as far as like it was just uh, now that's a bigger stadium than maybe some of the others. You know, sure. Uh, as a Pac-12 or what are they it used to be yeah. Pac-10, Pac-12, it's whatever Pac-12. it is. 
So that was a bigger scale. Um, actually, BYU was pretty cool last year. That's right. Very yeah, Mountie. With the mountains in yep. the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always enjoyed Arizona State. Ah, always. Uh, now, that's another bigger school, but just some cool views to it. And the war- the weather is always pretty nice there. You guys, the... You guys used to come down and visit me in spring training and play play the old Milwaukee Brewers now, for a little exhi- exhibition. Now that's a stadium that I now I know for that level it was considered dumpy. Yeah, but it was kind of cool because it had some of those features I was talking about, sure. where you could just walk around grassy knoll, grassy areas, and mm-hmm. I would prefer that than sunshine. I prefer that <laughs> than you know. Going to a major league stadium most it, of the time. A large dugout. Yeah. I think um, staying baseball related, um, I think the sight lines from the dugout are actually really important, actually. Huge. Like, so, so much fun. from one standpoint of like doing your job, if if you can't like see out of the dugout well to see your players, it is very frustrating the whole game. Yep. Like, so meaning a cramped dugout, a dugout that has like bad sight lines to say right field or left field, depending on like where you're, um, which team you are home or away. Something, something goes on in the corner. And yeah. You and you can't see it. Like it's, it's always very, like it's frustrating, um, because you're always going in top step to make sure that nothing happened. Um, but then like from the ambiance of it, like, uh, one of my favorite places to go from just that aspect was Pittsburgh because sit like standing in that dugout, you had like a really nice sight line of the city and it was kind of cool. Like I, to me it was, it was the closest thing I could say. I bet it's really nice to come to a game as a fan here. And so it felt like a, a nice place to be. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So like that ambiance that like, like the view from the, the ballpark was always very, very big or high in the list of like, oh yeah, kind of can't wait to be there. The the reverse of that, yeah. For me, like the places I hated going the most were those crowded small dugouts oh. where you, you couldn't even figure out a place to oh, stand. Oh my god! Now one of them was my own home. Ballpark. Yes, true. You know, up until this, you know, we were supposed to have the until new last one, but year, like, yeah. Just tripping over everything. You can't even put all your stuff in oh, there. Oh my god! Just awful and you had i mean you had what 35 guys i mean mm-hmm. oh i mean i the most amount of players i think i ever had in a dugout at one time was probably like 29 30 yep but even then it's like most most of those guys are in the bullpen yeah but so i mean dark dingy just bad oh. the view you can't see everything it's you're that railings right in front of you and you like right oh, at your sure, eye level, yes. you have to try and go up on your tippy toes the entire oh, game man. or squat down below it or I'm gonna tell you, my dugouts were not made for people that are five feet eight inches tall. No. Like I'm I'm either too short in a dugout, um, and so therefore like I can't see over something, like legitimately, or like it's built so that when somebody somebody that's six feet tall it's perfect level for them to be like safe and they can see everything where i'm staring at a, a bar yeah oh my god it's terrible it's yeah, terrible that's sometimes a, that's a bad situation i think um the the dark dingy oh my god there's so many there's more examples in the um the minor leagues than there are in the big mm-hmm. leagues 
in a lot of, the only really bad one when I was in the big leagues was Wrigley. Um, there was a couple other ones that were bad because of just the way that everything was set up. But um, it reminded me of a couple dugouts, particularly in the minor leagues, because you either did not have direct access to the clubhouse or it just is, you know, not built as nice. But whether some of these places I would go to in the deep south, these dugouts were like you were sitting in a sauna. Sweltering. Like if you stepped outside the dugout, you were like, okay, like there's a little breeze. You get down the stairs, holy crap, that like it's just dead air. I'm staring at the sun. I am going to die in this dugout right now. You're baking. Oh my god. So that that oh that would sometimes those factors. How about when I was working with soccer? Mm-hmm. I played in a little bit. I really prefer smaller, more intimate settings that were unique yeah. rather than the big stadium. That's It just seems really pathetic when you have a big stadium and you can't fill it. Sure. I would rather you just say, look, this is who we're going to be. Let's go small. Let's go intimate. Yeah, totally. Um, <clears throat> it just There's nothing more depressing than uh, going to a school and you're like, oh, yeah, you're in a football stadium for a soccer match. Yeah. Yeah. Three dozen people there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, terrible. Like terrible. that is just it's like, oh, it's you're just killing me, Smalls. Absolutely. What so, about like so for you guys with hotels? Mm-hmm. Um did you ever have to stay really far away from your ballparks or your Yeah, we would sometimes arenas up to thirty minutes away. Okay, thirty. That's not hotel, terrible. I think hotel is a there's a couple bad hotels we've stayed at. I like most of the time hotels are pretty like I think we've gotten better the last couple of years but sure. that will make or break a trip. I will 100% make or break a trip. If you have a terrible hotel with no access to food or Oh my god, or, or like the Wi-Fi is terrible. Yeah. Um maybe even like, you know, the rooms are just like bad, like they're dingy or like they smell or I, I don't know. But 100% if especially if it's a hotel that's not around anything and you can't just like go walk to get some food or go walk to get a coffee. Oh my god, that was terrible for me. I what? couldn't stand it. In that now walk also walk ability to from the city, but also to the ballpark. Yeah, you've said that. Oh, that was before, huge yeah. for me. Huge. How, how for about me. this one? When you're when you're talking about hotels, the workout. Now you always always work out at the at the um, stadium, but for me, not on the road. A work okay. Yeah. A workout facility in. The hotel, yeah, is if it's got any sort of dumbbell, that's a bonus. There you go. You know, you've got yes. your small little closet with two ellipticals and yep. a, a treadmill, and that's it. You're like, oh, what, what am I gonna do this? Oh weekend? my god, yeah. Um, would you rather have a, a good workout facility in a hotel or a nice like hot tub pool? Workout facility. Okay. I'm not. I mean, I don't. Hot tub. I don't. Uh, partake in the hot tub um i don't think i ever went swimming or got in the hot tub on the road to be very honest i so yeah i don't i worked out all the time on the road and that did that also very much made a city for me a lot better is the workout facility for sure um absolutely now in the minor leagues, we would have a gym bus to like a local gym, yep. um, some kind of big box gym or a, a small mom and pop gym too. Um, that would determine a lot. Like 
if we were going to a city that the gym sucked, then it it was kind of it it wasn't that fun. Yeah. Um, one like we've talked about before, I used to get a lot of work done with guys at the gym. Like mm-hmm. that was my time to kind of get more functional exercise out of the guys yeah. on the road because we couldn't really do much at the at the ballpark. Um, yeah, I I'm trying to think of like what some really bad moments, like, and I some cities I stayed in, I do remember hating that like whether it was because of traffic or it would be just the distance proximity, like having to like get in a cab for like 45 minutes to get Mm -hmm. to the field. Like that always sucked. Like whenever we went to LA, like sometimes we'd be in a cab for like 45 minutes to it. Like sometimes even an hour and just like, this is just, this just blows. Like it's take, I'm wasting an hour of my day by sitting in traffic or being so far away from the ballpark because I, because we're staying in this nice hotel and, you know, first world problems, obviously. Right. Um, but even in the minor leagues, sometimes when we stayed really far, it just, when you're on the road and we've talked about this as well, sometimes that you have more time on the road, right? Because especially in baseball, because you, you usually hit batting practice after the home team and things like that. So like your, your day starts almost like an hour later. Mm -hmm. Um, and when somebody takes that hour away from you, it kind of blows. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. You got anything else that makes makes or breaks the city? No, that's really, for me, the weather. The Weather's a big one. And then, like, Weather the outside is weather. Yeah. No, that was a big one. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Ed. Uh, we appreciate the topic. topic. Um, yeah, let's wrap this one up. Boom. Knowledge is king. All right, Chad. Great episode. You were you were fantastic. Um, Sixty episodes in. This is kind of getting crazy. How many episodes we got? Um, all right. So we are in final four week. So this is a reminder. Get onto our survey. Our survey is located on CandidAthleticTraining.com. We will also post it on all social media accounts in order for you to be able to click a link and then go straight to the survey. We so close. To so close. Champion. Fat Bracket 2020. Um, new top fives coming out this week. New Another another survey to fill out. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, everybody stay safe out there. And hopefully we get all, everybody gets through this. And we're back to somewhat of a resemblance of a normal life very, very soon. So that maybe we get some more crazy topics to talk about with all your crazy athletes. Everybody right? hang in there. It's it's going to happen. Let's it's just gonna uh, happen. stay together. All right. We will see you next week. Take care. Bye.